But let's read these tweets from uh, Mr. Brother Nature back in the day. TL stopped loading. Too many coons on my timeline. That's why the fuck. Oh, damn. I didn't see that one. <laughs> oh, man. Hail Hitler. Ah! Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Stop Your 706. This is the uh, committee podcast. We have our usual host, uh, Marcus Sniffles, and El Chapa is here in spirit. She had to go to bed. She has to get up early. Uh, I don't know why, you know, all she does is fly to Dubai. That's how she gets her money. So I don't know what she's getting up early for. Maybe she can get some applications, local McDonald's, something like that. But uh, yeah, it's just us to me and Marcus. Uh, what's going on? No, just in, enjoying a Colts victory Sunday. Uh, what'd you call it? There was another team in the AFC South that had a rough, rough Sunday that ended up uh, <laughs> benching their starting quarterback. But I'm not going to get too much into that. And, and shout out, shout out to L for calling me out on Twitter for holding up the production of this show while she is not here. So there's that. That there, there's always that. Before we start, real quick, shout out to the uh, KidsWearCrowns.com. Shout out to their pod, podcast collective. We're part of them. Also, I want to give a special shout out to at uh, NerdMania. Uh, I purchased one of their shirts. This is one of my favorite games of all time, Marvel's Capcom 2. I'm ashamed of the amount of hours I played this game. I'm actually about to buy it again. You shout out to them, man. Hey, this is about the fourth time. Shout out to them for the fly t shirt. Definitely going to take uh, my money in the future again. So shout out to y'all. But let's get into it. Today we have some very uh, disturbing news today <laughs> with, uh, with your boy, Brother Nation. We're going to talk about that. Uh, some snitches in the OVO camp. And and Brittany Renner, I got a couple things to talk about with her. If y'all don't know who she is, we're gonna tweet out some pictures of her, but just just Google her. So starting out with the uh, uh Brother Nature. Brother Nature. So if you guys don't know who Brother Nature is, he is a uh, a viral sensation on Twitter. Uh, I actually wrote about this with B- BSO this week. Shout out to uh, Mr. Latal. Uh Mr. Brother Nature, he uh he got famous on social media for being like some sort of animal whisperer, kind of like the I don't know, Latino Steve Irwin out there with deers and all kinds of woodland creatures. So, you know, your man's out here cooking. Uh, He's become very, very notable, very famous. He has like a million followers on Twitter. But, 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 but like with Twitter and fame, man, the tweets are always there. They will come back to bite you in the ass. So your boy, Brother Nature, has been out here wilding. Now, the disclaimer that we're putting out is that when these tweets were put out, he was... I'm getting 12 years old, 13 years old. But let's read these tweets from uh, Mr. Brother Nature back in the day. TL stopped loading. Too many coons on my timeline. That's why the fuck. Oh, damn. I didn't see that one. Oh, man. Hail Hitler. Ah! Fuck that. I'm Hitler. Everyone's a fucking Nazi. Excuse my language. I'm quoting. (coughs) When I grow up, I want to be like Chris Brown. So if my girlfriend tried to look through my phone while driving, I can choke and punch her. Smiley face. Okay. I didn't see that one either. Wow. Okay. Jay-Z looks like a monkey. That's that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Fair enough. Let that one ride. And you want to hear a joke? Women's rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother nature. Come on, bro. I mean, you about to revoke the brother. Like, bro, you can't be a brother talking about like, like, come on, bro. And, and there and people were a lot of people were feeling away about this. Like, oh, you know, he was a kid. You know, we can't be held responsible for our 12-year-old selves. Like, I'm not going to let uh, I mean, we've talked about in this podcast when at a certain age that 
your mind is not fully developed, but, 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 but. Shout to KJ Dallas kid who was 12 like two years ago. I'm pretty sure if I search KJ's timeline, I'm not seeing no hail Hitler and stuff about coons and stuff like that. Come on, man. Like, mm-hmm. like the Hitler thing is everything else. No, actually, they're all pretty bad. But yeah, the Hitler thing, the Hitler thing is mad problematic. Like, come on, dog. Like, what, it can't what, be that. It can't, it can't be, be that. I thought it was just gonna be the like the coon thing. Like, eh, maybe I could maybe see that one slide. The Jay Z one, I let you kick off of that. Even even the last one, even the you know want to hear a joke, women's rights. Like, I can almost see. I can see a twelve year old saying that, or even the Chris Brown thing, trying to you know try to be controversial and funny. Like, I get it, but. The Hail Hitler one. I don't know how you let that one. I don't know how you want let let that one fly. Like, nah, bro. I don't, I don't even feel comfortable tweeting Hail Hydra sometimes. So <laughs> I don't want people get that. Get so you might read it wrong and be like, yo, get this, get him out of here. <laughs> but, get this but yeah, Nazi out of here. Shout to shout to the homie uh, Jalen. So again, I did a story for BSO about this, and I posted a tweet talking about I called this hours ago because in the story that I wrote. I put look for the typical iPhone notes apology to come soon. And I, I made that story at, uh, uh, I think, damn, 2.20 West Coast time. And then 9.47, the iPhone apology comes out. And the homie, uh, Jaylid, shout out to him, told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> so people, people are very uh, very tender about this. I, I want to know what y'all think, man. Let me know at SB Report 706. Is is Brother Nature canceled? And no. at the very least, can we just get the brother out of his day? Because I don't want to be associated with that, bro. I'm dude good. Is, dude is not canceled. Nobody gets canceled. What happened? Remember old boy Daniel, Dan, Daniel, whatever? That nigga yeah. not canceled either. And here, here's the thing about like the social media people that everybody's like, oh, protect what's his face at all costs. Like everybody's got dirt on him, man. Everybody. Like I I go through life expecting every white person to say the n-word or for it to be publicly known that they said it like so if i go through life thinking that i'm not disappointed when it happens because it's like ah, well i kind of expected that like andrew luck he could come out here with a video saying the n-word i'm like yeah well it was bound to happen sooner or later like he's you know it is what it is so don't be don't be putting these people up on a pedestal thinking like oh we gotta protect brother nature and and make sure he has all he's he's a mood forever 2018 is a year of brother nature like you don't know this dude man you just you just know what he puts on social media well let me read his his statement real quick we'll close this up i woke up this morning to see my old tweets resurface on my timeline and my heart dropped i started using twitter when i was 12 years old i was very impressionable with seeking attention i'm sorry to all the people that i offended and i've let down i apologize for 12 year old kelvin and take total responsibility for my words. Everyone changes, everyone learns, everyone makes mistakes. That's why I spread so much positivity with the platform that I was given to be a role model for the kids. I hope all my friends, fans, and followers truly understand that I believe that I have evolved as a human being and I lead with love. I was a child now, and now I'm a man asking the apology of a young boy, Kelvin Pena. I mean, that's that's fine. Like That's all you can do. But you just because you apologize doesn't mean people aren't going to try to fake cancel you. And that doesn't mean you're not going to have to answer for this forever. Like, you know, if people forgive you for it, if they like your videos that much, they'll keep watching you. The people that don't like you, they're going to try to cancel you. But, you know, you got a million followers. You got a following. Like, you'll be all right. Brother Nature's not going anywhere, guys. Like, 
Buy, he'll, be on, he'll be on Ellen next week shedding some tears and exactly, yeah, by by New Year's he'll be at like the New Year's Day parade of like a bunch of animals or something like he's gonna be fine yeah so and my one last thing to wrap this wrap this up is shouldn't Twitter kind of you know maybe do a sweep of people's pages before they uh, verify them because isn't that look bad on their brand that people they're giving a I guess not a like a badge you know what I'm saying like that's kind of promote your brand then you had this come out it's like yo they could have easily had one of the zillion people that wrote works at Twitter in their office or some intern somewhere. It's like, hey, all right, this guy's got a following. Let's let's go through his Twitter. Let's type in. They should have like a list 10, of words. Yeah, a list of words. Let's say, hey, bro, before, before we're gonna verify you, we need you. Are they could Twitter could delete tweets himself? Like, hey, we're gonna yeah. just delete this this whole rack of tweets that you tweeted out. So, in the future, this you know you don't have to do this stuff, but it, it is what it is. So. God, God bless Brother Nature. Shout out to those animals. I don't know how they're going to eat for a while because he's not going to lay low. But, and, and there was no apologies to the animals. Let's, let's keep it a buck. So. That is true. That is true. Man, good, good thing no like Mike Vick tweets were in there. That that is shut, mm. shut, shut, shut Brother see, Nature down. See, that would have canceled him. He'd have got canceled if he'd have been like, you what? know, <laughs> fuck these white people, man. Mike Vick was right. Yeah, <laughs> that got the fuck out of here. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah. All right. So, uh, next thing we're talking about is. Uh, hmm. We'll go with Brit. We'll go with Brittany Renner. So, if you don't know who Brittany Renner is, uh, she's a. I guess she's an Instagram model, flat tummy tee. I, I don't know who she is. She's a, a very attractive young lady. Um, you can look her up. But she's coming out with a book. It's called uh, Justice Cover, where she is standing buck booty naked, holding an apple. All the geeks out. All the geeks out. And there's another, uh, I guess, cover with her bent over with a apple sitting between her butt crack and her not, facing the camera. Not sure what the message is here. Not sure. <laughs> well, I'm sure okay. people are fine with it, but I just I don't get the message here. But. Well, OK, so it says judges covers a tale of seven men and seven lessons, all based on true events. This is my heart in a book. Form that I'm not afraid or ashamed to share with you. I've been here before. I'm just trying to remember who I am. This book is the beginning of my liberation. Hopefully, it will be for you too. <sighs> Brittany, honey, baby child. <laughs> I mean, a hove did that, so hopefully, you didn't have to go through that. Man. There's plenty of other examples for for people to live their truths. Like. I, I don't. I wish Elle was here. I I don't know what to do with this. Like, and if you go through her page, she posts. She's a very interesting character. Somebody said that she is the female equivalent of Orlando Brown, based off some of the wow. videos. You saw the video really? I sent you. You saw the video I sent that, you. Yeah, that was a little weird. That was weird. Like I didn't watch no. it before I sent it, but now I'm, I watch it afterwards. She is. I feel like you're selling you're you're selling Orlando Brown short. Like that nigga is wild and wild. Like <laughs> he's on another level. Like, I think there's like a video where he does didn't he do like a line of coke in the video? Like hey, I, allegedly. So well she I don't know, but she I don't know if she's trying to be like the 2018 Corinne Steffens combined with like uh, yes. Amber Rose because yes. I think she posted a story on Instagram where she got like uh, chlamydia or like she slept with Two guys in a thirty-minute span, which again, if that's East what she wants, yeah, yeah, East infection. Or if that's what she wants to do, fine. But like, I, 
I don't know. Allegedly, there's a story about her having to fly herself out to Kaepernick, and then he ghosted her. I don't. I'm very confused about what's going on with this with this young lady. And my question to you is, and I wish Elle was here. Shout out to her. Whatever she's doing, sleeping or something like that is allegedly. I I heard that I don't know for I heard her father wasn't in her life. No, I'm not saying that's the the root of all the issues. But my question to you guys out there is, if you had a daughter. And somehow, some way, she ended up on this path. How would you feel? Because it's to me, it's kind of a I'm kind of torn. Because again, I, first of all, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see my daughter posting naked to sell a book. But then, in the same breath, beautiful women should be allowed to to use that to their advantage, right? You know. Uh, professional athletes that are, you know, blessed with physical attributes and are cut and ripped, they take full advantage of that to propel them in sports or modeling or things of that nature. So I'm not, I'm not saying she shouldn't do it, but I, I don't know as a man how I would feel. Like I know it's a double standard, but it's just, it's one of those things. Where I'm just kind of confused. Like how did you, how did you get to this point? How did this happen? Why are we here? Why is Brittany Runner? That's it's, what I'm. Uh, it's that's what people are doing. Like it's the social media age, social media error. Like people are all about living uh, a lifestyle that they might not be living in real life, but they're portraying something that people want to see. Like if, if people didn't like what Brittany Renner and other women like her were putting out there, they wouldn't exist. Like, People like that stuff. People liked her videos. They like the way she looks. They like the way she does whatever. Like, I don't follow her or anything like that, but I've seen her videos come across the timeline. I, I get it. Like, it's, I don't want to say it's it's an easy way to, to get popularity or fame or money because there's a lot of girls posting her ass on Twitter with, you know, 50 followers or whatever. Like, it takes for a lot free. of work. Yeah, for free. So it's, that's what it is. If you can, if you can, Make a living doing it that way, like I get your money, I guess. But she, she, it does look like this with this book. She seems to be getting a little bit more fame, and she, I don't know if she's able to handle it based off the video that you sent because she was acting a little, a little strange in that video. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's what day is it? I guess it comes out. Uh, oh, the book's actually, not out yet. No, the book is the book is out. The book is out. So I guess she's from I it's been out since uh what's today's date? Twentieth, I think. Yeah, it came out the eighth, but I'm just now hearing about it. So there's some reviews for it. Uh she got four out of five stars. This one lady says, Great read for teens, young women while navigating young love. Great first effort. I ordered the book for my 16-year-old who follows Britney IG, which I'm okay. <laughs> and for myself. <laughs> because I was I have curious. A few questions. I have a few questions there. Great effort. Typical stories about expectations, disappointment, and navigating relationships in your late teens and 20s. While the book was not that interesting to me since I have my own battle wounds and now come from a place of lessons learned and a much richer life in my 40s, I do see the immense value this book has for Britney's peers and even young girls. There are not many books for young women to help them navigate their feelings and often raise regret revenge cycle of dating sex when you are younger. For that reason, I think Britney's book will help a lot of young women see they are not alone. Believe me, life gets much sweeter. That's, just, that's, that's interesting. 
Oh, oh, here we go. Here's here's another. Here's a negative one. Let's get the flip side. Wrong message. One star. Oh, okay. All right, Blake. Thought Chronicles leading other women to be thoughts. What's so liberating about sleeping with over 20 men not realizing the problem might be you? This book is just a how-to to getting famous by sleeping with numerous famous men who rub shoulders. Nobody wants a wife, their associates smashed. Without social media, this woman would be working a regular nine to five. Damn, someone sounds bitter. Someone's, someone sounds a little bit like a hater there. A little, well, it's, hate there. A little oh, hate. Oh, how about, okay, we're going to go positive and negative. So here's a positive. Brittany is my favorite person in life. I have questions for you. You wouldn't believe how many rough times this woman helped me through. I'm talking mental, emotionally rough times. She has continued to empower me. I already know Judge's cover is going to be lit, a, lit as fuck AF, just like she is. You go, Queen. Congratulations and thank you. I, I'm gonna say this. I don't. I'm not gonna read this book. Like, but I feel like the most interesting things I saw from this book I, are on the timeline for free. Yeah. Like, the cover is probably the thing most people want to see, and some of the stories. But um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not reading this book because uh, back in my day, uh, Superhead wrote a book like this, and it's not gonna be better than that. I don't think so. My only, but my only issue, my issue with this. Uh, Brittany Renner is I've I've been to her IG page. I I know what she does on Instagram. She kind of is like a uh, somewhat of like a fitness model and she's on there doing little workouts and squats and like, you know, you want to get an ass like this, you need to do squats, blah, blah, blah. And apparently that is not the case. Apparently she got work done on her ass and she got she's got a fake ass. And me, really? I'm not, yeah. They, they put, pulled up some old pictures of her from when she worked well, at Hooters. Yeah, she don't look that. Like even the pictures on on I've seen on the timeline, she's not really that thick. But even on this book cover, she doesn't look like. Yeah, well, apparently, like apparently, she got some work done. And me personally, I don't care. Like if you get work done, that's cool. I just don't like you getting online trying to fake like you earned that or you worked for that, trying to make other women feel less than because they don't have a body because you're telling them that they're not working out enough when you just went to the to the you know a surgeon and got nipped and tucked and then did a few squats online like i i think that's a dangerous message to send to people like i feel like more women who get work done should be more like how cardi b is she's just like yeah i got my ass done and what like uh, what's her face k michelle she was the same way she gets surgery all the time and she lets you know. Like if you get surgery, that's fine. Let people know so they so they don't they don't feel like they have to live up to these crazy expectations of your surgically modified body. Like I feel like people get it. Like we we're not dumb. Like we can look at people's bodies over the years and be like, yeah, she got work done. Not a big deal. Facts. So shout out to her. <clears throat> I might check the book out at some point. Probably Thank won't. Like Marcus said, no. I'm not. No, I don't not. think I can bring that that type of sin and evil into my house. <laughs> Unless there's like a, a, a PG-13 rated cover that, that might not make it make it too far. Audio, I can't, the audio book. Yeah, I can't just have that laying around the house like, yo, what, what, what is this? Like, what, on the coffee table? Doing? Yeah, to, for all the, the neighbors and people to come through to see it. So shout, shout out to her. I hope she, uh, I'm actually curious to see what kind of number she does for this book. So uh, I don't know. Number Ooh. one best-selling author, Brittany Renner. Coming your way. Uh, I don't know. Her social media is piss poor. She only has two thousand retweets for this book. 
Yikes. But uh, she's got 249,000 followers. Might do it. Might need to do a Twitter audit on her to see if they're really real. But yeah, speaking of really real, uh, I know one thing that was big on the timeline this week, and I, I just got around listening to most of the interview uh, yesterday, was the whole uh, breaking news of where the uh, Drake information came from, from uh, Pusha T on his song, the story of added on or ate on Drake's hidden child or whatever. Shout out to the homie J.E.A. underscore three, who is the biggest Drake stand on my timeline. But um, so w- what they're saying is that uh, information came from a woman that 40 was talking about. Now, I don't really want to go to a deep dive in this. I mean, it is what it is. A lot of time I saw this, but <sighs> Drake's got to stop. Like, I didn't, he had an interview on the shop where he's on there, sounding mad tough and mad emotional about 40, um, talking tough, and, you know, Jay Prince is back in the mix. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on, man. I'm not tired of Jay Prince. I'm about tired of it, man. Jay Prince needs to pull up, because Pusha T sound like he won all the smoke in the interview. Like he don't even care, dog. Like they, I feel matter. like they're putting out a false narrative that Pusha T is like hiding. They're not doing stuff because of Jay Prince, and he's like, he, he's always with it. He's he's with the smoke. So Pusha T has not been talking like ever since after he did story added on. He hasn't said anything. The only person that's keeping this beef alive is Drake. Drake went on, went to LeBron's show and started talking about it again. And so Pusha was like, nah, we're not going to do this. You're not about to. And he, I'm, I'm going to keep the same energy that I had last week when we talked about Drake's interview. I didn't watch all of Pusha T's interview because it was three hours long. So hell no. And it's a, it's a good interview. I'm, I'm sure it is, but three hours long. No, I'm not watching anybody for three hours. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, I don't I don't know who's telling the truth here between Drake or Pusha T. I don't know which one is the truth. I don't know which one's a lie. It's it's all propaganda. It's all just let me just get my story, put my twist on it, and we'll go from there. So I think it's 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 strategic, honestly. Like Pusha T saying that 40 was the one that you know has the loose lips, that's gonna that's gonna shake Drake a little bit, I think. Because he's well, around how far 40. You, well, how far did you get in the interview, though? I watched like a three-minute clip. Okay, so if you get deeper into the interview, like the the part where I guess uh, Drake was hiring people to try to get dirt on Pusha T. Like Pusha T has like recorded phone calls <laughs> from oh, people, God. from Drake's people trying to get information from his people about him. So that, that might kind of... Sound like Pusha I mean, T's side is if, a little bit more legit. Like, if I had to bet on who was lying in this in the scenario, I would probably bet that Drake is because I'm American and USA in this hoe. Uh, Drake, Drake is a, a blackface ass nigga, and Drake is an actor. So hey, they said that they said <laughs> that their shot piece was very well produced. They said like the. The light was on his face, and maybe a, a tear might have shed when he was talking about the whole situation with Forty. Like they said, he really yeah. uh, he laid it on thick for for the camera. So God bless, God bless Drizzy. Yeah, so he's you know he's an actor. Like he's good at you know pretending to be something that he probably isn't, changing his voice and doing different accents. So I just don't, I honestly don't think Pusha T had a reason to lie about something like that. I don't, like he doesn't. I don't know what he gains from lying or making that up, I guess. 
I would just prefer for them to rap. I'm tired of seeing interviews and retweets of petty things on the timeline. Like they've talked about it so much, they might as well rap about it. Like clearly Drake doesn't care that much about Jay Prince if he keeps talking about this. You clearly have issues still. Like you talk, he, he's got issues with Pusha T, he's got an issue with Kanye and it's just like, you're talking about the issues. Like you're talking about the things that Jay Prince was just like, yo, don't do this. Don't do this, we're above this. No, you're not, man. You're not above this. You just look. You're look. You're looking for an out. You're looking for a way out, so you don't have to test yourself lyrically. Because we all know you do not compare to Pusha T lyrically. So it's an easy out, and you're good at spinning stories and doing your narratives and whatever. Like Drake, don't have to do this. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna do his numbers. He's gonna make his money. He's gonna sell his albums. He's gonna go number one. He could have just let it alone, but he was in his feelings apparently, and he keeps talking about it. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, man. Again, uh... and then he said, he said, <laughs> I saw that he said, like, uh, you know, talking about what Pusha T said about forty, like, oh, you you talk like that, man. Someone's gonna run run up on you and slap you, like. Nigga, you care about you care about forty that much. You run up on him and slap him like you care that much. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna do something? This nigga talked about you, your son. You ain't have no smoke for him, but he talked about your boy. You want all the smoke? Okay, okay, okay. I mean, he, he, he doesn't even visit his son, so I mean, he, he, probably, he probably spends more time with forty than he does his own child. So that's that's that's, that's a fact. So they're very sad. So I, I thought that was interesting. Like I didn't really. Get too deep into it. I did notice the energy was different on the timeline though, because when folks were going after Drake, it was like, uh, or Drake and Kanye, actually more or less Kanye, because people were like, oh, Kanye's a snitch, uh, Drake smashing Kim K. But now that it seems information that come from Kanye, I'm not seeing no kind of rebuttals, nothing. It's like, oh, oh, you you guys are too too grown to be cared about rappers. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's not about somebody you, you like. Or when it's about something you don't like, then the energy Push, changes sometimes. Pusha T is just chasing clout. That's all it is. Mm. He's, just, he's riding Drake's coattails. Like Pusha T does. <laughs> Pusha T has no hits. Pusha T has no fans. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Like yeah. Pusha T is not a good rapper. Like, I mean, if if, if Pusha yeah. T like really wanted attention, like we didn't find out about Infrared until the album came out. Like, if he wanted a quote unquote clout that would have been the single that would have been the talk of that album but mm-hmm. nobody knew about that diss track until you listened to the album or until you saw it on twitter but and then when he dropped infrared who dropped the diss verse 24 hours later yeah man drake so don't don't talk about like you know push t is chasing after drake not nah, drake wanted to smoke until he didn't yeah until he, he got ran up ran up all the way out the paint like just <laughs> so like, got, got him all the way out so we got violated. Yeah, yeah. and freaking, That's... I I seen a, a I didn't watch I didn't watch this whole interview because I'm I'm the I'm that person that just sees the the little clips of long interviews. I I'm the one that just kind of watches the clips. I saw a clip of Styles P and Dave East doing they're doing rounds for their album that came out, and Styles P is just like he doesn't appreciate what Drake is doing as far as when it comes to establishing like there's rules to beef, and Styles P is like no man. Like down here, there is no beat. There is no rules. You know, we you say whatever you got to do. Like whatever, whatever you want to get at is what you get. 
there is no, oh, this is off limits. You can't talk about this. And he's saying that Drake is kind of, he almost made it seem like he's hurting the culture by doing that because Drake is the number one guy. Drake is the most popular rapper. And for him to use his voice to tell other people who aren't really into the underground, like real hip hop stuff that, oh, there, there's there's rules when it comes to the battle. You can't you can only go so far. You can't cross this line. He just doesn't. He thinks that's inauthentic, and he doesn't think that that's Drake's place to say. And I agree with that. That is true. They're, like niggas been on records threatening to kill people, but you mad because some rapper talked about your son after you talked about his wife. Like there's a lot of niggas that have been called worse and had worse things said about them and their family members for you to be out here talking about push the T cross the line. Nah. Well, he was also mad about the whole uh, 40 multiple sclerosis thing, but Tupac clearly went after a prodigy RIP talking about he had sickle cell. So like there the presence, is, the presence has already been said that again, there are no rules in beef. Like You can't change the rules because you on top, man. Like that's not what it is. Like you, you can't, that's like, that's like going over to someone's house and sucker punching them. And then you get sucker punched. You're like, oh, we can't do that no more. I'm changing the rules. I or call, like or calling the cops. That's pretty much yeah, right. call the yeah, cops. You can't do that. Like, you you cross the line technically. You cross the line first. You cross the line. Like, <laughs> you can't change rules like that, man. Like, you can't change rules to conveniently fit your needs. It don't work like that. Yeah, it's... Uh, it is what it is. So... We're gonna jump to the Marcus Music Minute. Uh, what you got this week? Um, speaking of, uh, I guess, damn, I guess I probably should have had something up. Hang on a second. I'm gonna talk about. We'll talk about Tupac and Twitter and how. People are getting canceled for the tweets and being, you know, hashtag problematic in this in the Me Too era, and uh, people getting canceled. If I was thinking about it, like maybe a couple months ago, if if Tupac was still alive in the social media era, I feel like he would have been canceled multiple times just because he's he was so controversial and so he contradicted himself so many times. Like he was big on, you know, like you know, pro-blackness and, you know, bigging up the sisters and stuff like that. Brenda's got a baby type vibes and shit like that. But then it was, you know, bitches and hoes. That's why I fucked your wife stuff. And, you know, getting uh, charged with uh, like sexual assault and battery and all these things. And I could only imagine what someone like Tupac would have done with a platform like Twitter where you can just get your thoughts and opinions out there within a second. Like as soon as you can reach your phone, you got your thoughts out there for millions of people to see. Like we think that Kanye West is bugging on Twitter. What do you think Tupac would have did on Twitter or Instagram live? Like we, there, there are videos of how relentlessly hard Tupac worked in the studio. Like he was in the studio constantly, daily, putting out this stuff and putting out that content. So. If he was feeling a certain way, like when he, um, there's that that famous picture of him, like I think he just got out of jail. He had the, he's got the red bandana on. He hocks a loogie at somebody and gets in the car and drives off. 
that's controversial in itself. That's like, yo, this guy's he's he's acting out right now. Now imagine he gets in his car, pulls out his phone, and goes live on Instagram in that moment. Like, who knows what he's gonna say? Who knows what would have came out of his mouth? And I think we might have we might have viewed him differently had he had access to social media and Twitter because you you see how we do artists like Kendrick like. Kendrick isn't really on Twitter or Instagram like that. He's not out there putting his voice on a lot of things. So because he's not doing that, we're able to just kind of push our own thoughts and beliefs on him. Like, oh, well, this is what Kendrick's about. He's about this because he doesn't say anything. So we'll just put whatever we want on him. Tupac, we kind of are doing that now, now that he's gone and we can kind of, you know, change his narrative somewhat and kind of make him into something that he might not have actually been. But had he been able to put his voice on it, I think we'd be looking at Tupac in a totally different light in 2018 if he had access to Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, did, I, think did a lot of, I think a lot of artists would have had that, but Tupac, I think, would be at the top of the list of people that are no longer with us or who aren't, I guess, uh, young enough to be alive during the uh, social media era. Like, I'd love to see Tupac on Twitter. I'd pay to see that. That that would be interesting. Uh, maybe uh, we'll have some more insight on the music podcast. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, <laughs> is it been retired or is it no? Been, it's did coming, we get canceled? It's coming back. It's coming back. We got we got something brewing here. Shout out to uh, Tribbles in the summertime side. God, God bless you, uh, Nubians out there. So I'm, I'm gonna tell a quick story. So last last weekend, me and my my queen Miss Breeze we went out to eat, and long of the short, our server was very friendly. She was overly friendly. She was a Colombian woman, very nice. She complimented complimented me on my Jordans. I had on the uh, quote unquote uh, what I have on. Damn, I don't even remember what Jays I had on. I had on some third thirteens, maybe I don't even know. So I asked some Jays. She's like, "Oh, I like your Jordans." I'm like, uh, "Thank you." So long in the short, she's like, oh, yeah, you know, because we were talking about she's talking about where she's from. We're like, oh, yeah, we'd love to go to Columbia. She's like, oh, yeah, if you ever go to Columbia, here's my phone number. You want to exchange numbers? You want to hang out? I was like, mm. hey, I mean, hey. she's married. She's married, but I still like. So my question is to y'all, it, is it weird for people to be friendly like that in 2018? Like that just. Like maybe back in the day, that would seem normal. Like, hey, people get to know each other randomly. Like, you know, you, you meet your neighbors, you ask for a cup of sugar. But nowadays, that's just kind of weird. Like, I'm like, is this person trying to kill us? Like, are they trying to get it popping? Like, what? Like, why? Why are you so friendly? Like, what do you? What do you want? What do you want for me? I have nothing for you. I'm saved. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even leave the house like that. So, but yeah, I thought that was kind of strange. Like, is it is it weird for people to be friendly in 2018? That's my question I posed to you guys out there in Twitter, YouTube, social media land. So, she's a nice lady, but I the restaurant was actually really good too. I had some like lamb chops. It was really good, but now I might not be able to go back. So, mm. just made it mad awkward. They're they're too friendly. It's too friendly. That's that is very shameful. <laughs> I'm just saying it's just weird. Like I'm like cool, but I mean I get it. Like she gave I get you giving us your number, but then you're like, yo, let me get your number too. I'm like, what? Mm. Don't make it weird. Don't yeah, make it let's weird. Just pump the brakes. Just slow down. <laughs> Relax. Chill. 
We're gonna tip you. We'll give you. We'll give you a good tip. But that's that's that. That's about it. So I mean, off the first time, after first visit, like you know. I mean, it was pretty slow at the restaurant that time, so she might have been bored. But I mean, I, I don't know. Y'all let me know what y'all think, man. So, but um, mm. yeah. So there's this. This is off topic, but there's there's this thread going on about uh They have a. Uh, uh, your favorite male artist, if they were a woman, there's a thread of it. Like they have a picture of Future's face, and right next to it, they have a picture of Future's face if he was a woman. And I'm scrolling through some of these. Drake as a woman looks like Kim Kardashian. It's very weird. Whoa. First of all, Ted as a woman. What the fuck? Oh my God. Okay, Snoop, I see you. Bruno Mars looks exactly the same. That's off topic. I, I don't know. I just saw that. Sorry. Uh, shout out to my Lakers fan. Shout out to the point god, Rajon Rondo, for piecing up Chris Paul, Laker Nation. It. He deserved he, it. He, I mean, Chris Paul has been habitually wild in his whole career, and a lot of people are happy somebody punched him in his mouth. So, I mean, I don't advocate violence, but, you know, they, they got it popping. I, I think they all got minimal suspensions, too. There's allegedly controversy that they don't want to ruin the Lakers' season. The longest suspension was four games. Yeah. So... If you haven't seen this, it's there's some pretty funny uh, Twitter videos about the whole fight. Is y'all had too much free time? Y'all hands for all that stuff. So. Chris Paul been going around the NBA and college, punching people in the dick for too long. It's about time someone spit in his face for that. He needed that. He deserved it. He deserved it. I'm not. He, he, he earned that. He earned that. That was a long time coming. Honestly, Rondo should have got. He should have got zero games. Chris Paul shouldn't even be in the NBA after after how he reared back and destroyed someone's nutsack in college. He shouldn't even have got drafted after that. It's ridiculous. It's shameful. LeBron, get your boy. Hey, man, the Banana Boat crew is wild out here in these streets, so. Clearly. It is what it is, so. Uh, what I want to do? Uh, I, I do want to talk. I want to do. I want to try to introduce a new section. And Oh, I saw somebody just retweet that uh, thread that you were talking about. But, uh, I want to try to get a new section in. I don't know what the name of this for, but I wow, Kim Kardashian looks like Azalea Banks. <laughs> Chris Chris Brown looks like. <laughs> oh my god! Like, where did they come up with this stuff? <laughs> oh my god! I might just make one of these randomly the picture, but. Oh, all right, man. I See, this is probably some IG app or something like that. Why does the weekend look like uh, that young lady, Selena Gomez? That's what he looks like, kind of. Justin Bieber just looks like Justin Bieber <laughs> with lipstick on. <laughs> <laughs> so does Eminem. Eminem looks like Eminem with just makeup. Chance the Rapper looks like a very strong, strong mm. jawed, 100 meters mm. woman sprinter. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, I'm gonna log off that. But I'm gonna try to introduce, and I know that the members will hate me for this. I'm gonna try. I need to introduce some sort of anime section for the podcast. Oh god, here we go. So no, one random question is: I'm gonna do some research. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too deep into to the anime uh, history, but one thing I would like to ask, because I've been watching this uh, very new show, My Hero Academia. It's a great show. Uh, very excellent storytelling. But one thing I did notice, and, and most animes are like this, 
I think anime swing two ways, and I do my research. I'm sure my anime folks in the timeline uh, salute these nuts. That's his Twitter ad. Sorry, that's Matt Random. Uh, salute these nuts to other homie, uh, Ty Bird. They're really big on here. They either swing very violent or very perverted or somewhere in the middle. So My Hero Academia, it's it's got it's got one character that's very perverted, like super perverted. But he's like a fifteen year old boy, so I I guess that's kind of par for the course. But what I will ask, and my question for the people that watch anime or just people in general, how do how do these anime artists get away with being this perverted? Because like a lot of the the girls that they're drawing are like. So for this show in particular, they're like 15 years old, right? But you've got them with their, their breast out, super skin tight clothing. Like there's one scene where the, the little perverted dude, Mineta, was trying to, and I probably pronounced his wrong, his name wrong, KJ, whatever. <laughs> the grape juice hero, he was trying to climb over walks there at a hot spring and look at the girls naked. And they were like, you couldn't see them all naked, but they was unclothed. I'm like, so there's like grown men sitting somewhere drawing like naked teenagers. But we want to get, you know, get R. Kelly out of the paint for allegedly having a sex code. So how do the anime people get away of being perverted on the male and female side? I've, I've heard that there are women that will fawn over these anime male characters that are like 13, 14 and 15 year old boys with their chest out and abs and all kinds of stuff. So how do they... How does that work? Is that just like accepted over there? Like nobody's ever really questioned that. Like it just, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like I, KJ, let me know since you know everything about anime. You let me know why they can get away with being so perverse. Because like even with Game of Thrones, I know Marcus hasn't watched that either. But the characters on the show are uh, like 16, right? I think the oldest daughter on the show, the oldest main character, she's a uh, 16, and some wild wild stuff happens to her. I'm even shocked that they put this on TV. Very wild stuff. But then the book, she's like 13. So if you if you if you watch so read the book, you know what I'm talking about. So at least with the show they made the characters ages a little older. So some of the wild stuff doesn't seem as wild, but yeah. Hella problematic, but I mean maybe because it's cartoons they they get a pass, but I don't know. That's my that's that's my that's my anime unnamed anime section. Yeah, since we're gonna we're gonna do this unnamed and anime nerd whatever dork section here. Uh, Overseas and places like Japan, they do have vending machines where you can buy women's underwear. So I think that might have something to do with it. And if if I may make a suggestion for an anime for people to watch, it's not gonna be the Boondocks, even though I do consider that an anime. It's not on an anime. It's a it's whatever, anime. whatever. Go on Netflix. There's a TV show called Aggressed Suko. I watched that show. It's pretty interesting. And it's definitely an anime because there's like Japanese or Asian writing in it. So watch that show. It's pretty good. It's a short, quick show. It's on Netflix. Aggressco. It's about a it's about a cat that works in a office. But she does rage karaoke after work. And it's if you're someone who works in like an office setting where you hate your boss and your job sucks, but you have you don't 
or you, you need something to kind of get your frustrations out of, it's very relatable. Watch the show, you nerds, because you watch all that other stuff. So you, my hero academia might be like one of the, it might be, it's our, to me, it's better than Dragon Ball Z. Uh, period. Uh, and, it, and it might be on Naruto's heels. Nah. Are we done with the anime section? Watch the show. It's a good show. <laughs> watch it for the sole fact that the one of the main characters is just, it's so, he's so, me and my homeboys talk about this. The, he's so ridiculously animated and just, I'm going to send you a clip later. But yeah. I think that's it. I, think I feel like that's everything. harassment. It's harassment. It's like we're getting bullied right now. Hey, it's a, it's it's legit. I'm telling you. You know, you can watch it with the kids one day. It's very inspirational. Oh man, I had a teaspoon of stupid this week. Oh, where was it at? God. Dang. Oh yes. Yes. So last week. Yes. <laughs> last week. It wasn't last week. We had my my favorite uh, <laughs> queen of Falcon Twitter, Miss Slimbella. And we talked about, you know, some of the wild things she gets in her DMs, like men sending her explicit photos, you know, trying to shoot their shot all the time, being very aggressive. And unfortunately, this is one thing that women have to deal with. And, you know, we were talking about last week, maybe uh, maybe sex bots, they could maybe relieve that because instead of being a sicko to some random person, you don't know, you could just be a sicko with your sex bot, you know, it, that's what floats your boat, so. I'm going to let Marcus set this up while I look, scroll through the timeline. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe he deleted the tweet, but I, I don't think he had enough shame to do that. So, I mean, what she was just talking about, um, I think, what, was it like the she needed some or something like that? Just a regular. Oh, no. She's talking about that uh, you women shouldn't be side chicks. Oh, yeah. That's right. Right. She was saying, like, you know, you deserve better or something like that. And some. I don't know. I can't remember his name, but I guess he decided to, he decided that hey, he wanted to shoot a shot and you know try to make a play, trying to be slick, trying to be cute, and fucking got flamed. <laughs> <laughs> like I looked through the benches of that thing, I was like, my god, so much blood. There's so much blood. Slip ain't had to do it like that, man. That that. I mean, it was this was in public. Like this man might have family. He might have a. He might have a, a girlfriend. <sighs> Damn it! It's, yeah, keep keep talking. I got I gotta find it. Like, I still haven't found it yet. God dang it! Yeah. Well, while you're doing that, let me go ahead and give my my shout outs real quick. I would like to shout out Miss Afro Rose Blossom on Twitter. Q in the A ATL underscore twenty, and beauty class underscore 26 sb shout out to y'all we had a we had a good good week this week and i, I feel like we had a uh, some good interaction and some good conversations so i appreciate all y'all and so i'm gonna shout you guys out uh we gotta kind of do the payoff to the virginity story contest i feel like we kind of uh that kind of fell off a bit, you know. We don't want to sell these people short out here in these these Twitter streets. Have they have they re-upped on the on the uh, the jersey yet? That's good. That's what I've been waiting on. As soon as they as soon as that jersey comes up available, honestly, just based on how fast the first order sold out, I'm just gonna buy a medium. And if you're not a medium, then you're just gonna get a medium. So, sorry, it's cost to do business. 
Yeah, so the contest is still on. Yeah, the contest is still on. Just just hold tight. We appreciate y'all stories. We're still looking for more stories. So feel free to send them in. God dang it. Oh, oh, here we go. Found it. He didn't delete the tweet either. Oh my God. All right. So again, for this podcast, excuse my language. I am I'm quoting the, the people of this unsaved timeline of mine. So Miss Lambella, she says, I don't need a fuck buddy, right? Mm. Cool. <laughs> so the homie Derek Johnson, at still come up, he replies, that's all a ninja needs you to be. You got to know your worth, baby. Miss mm. <sighs> Lambella replies, Derek, mm. I will waste my time fucking you, baby. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> he got roasted oh my god dog like people tell him he should humble himself people fading in the timeline talk about you vicious <laughs> Savage. people try to catch their breath like yo go oh my god I'm about to retweet that from my timeline I'm gonna quote his top five because y'all check my timeline for that so yeah she definitely flaying him guys Everything a woman tweets or posts or wears isn't an invitation for you to be a sicko. So, and I, I give—I guess I give Derek credit for not deleting the tweet because he just—he tweeted right through it. But yeah, that was pretty pretty hilarious. But I, I guess I give my shout outs real quick. Shout out to the homie uh, Matt Ryan's black brother at Rise Up 0802. Go ahead and follow him. And shout out to the underbossed uh, at Quest seven one zero eight four. He always listens to the podcast. Appreciate that. He rocks with the page. Shout out to you. Uh, definitely throw him a follow. And shout out to uh, Jack on Mac. Appreciate her. You know, she listens. She's a cyber bully. She said she recently saw one of our videos on YouTube. So we appreciate that. Uh, shout out to y'all for listening. Shout out to everybody out there. Uh, I think that's all we got. I think I'm good. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Netflix for. <laughs> canceling every Marvel show that they have. <laughs> hey man, we had we had a we had an episode talking about Tyrese make great Luke Cage, but I guess they, they got they, hey they got Luke Cage out of the paint with the quickness. Like you can't like we we said it like you can't be on Twitter talking crazy like that. I, I that might be well they said the reason was budgeting, but I think that that might played into it as well because I mean I don't know they said Netflix Netflix was paying the bill but my thing is if Marvel felt that strong about the show marvel literally prints money anytime they release a film so they could have threw some pocket change to keep luke cage going if they really wanted to so i don't think money was truly the issue in my opinion so well i mean episode one luke cage did a dab and i i didn't i didn't start season two yet so but i heard i literally almost stopped watching season two because of that i was like this can't be what it's going to be it can't be this and then the last line of season two was pretty trash too. Like yes, oh man. But uh, freaking what's the show? Iron Fist. It got canceled also. Dude, I watched. Watch it. Yeah, there's a lot of. I'll be honest with you. The only shows you need to watch are Daredevil and The Defenders. I think Jessica Jones season one was really good, but it's not a must watch. I couldn't get into Jessica Jones. I couldn't yeah. do it. So, uh, yeah, the way season two of uh, Iron Fist ended, 
I'm not surprised I canceled that show. The ending, that's the worst ending to a TV series I've ever seen in my life. So it's up there with Dexter. It's bad. Well, you haven't watched Lost. Lost, <laughs> Lost might be, I'm still, Lost had the potential to be one of the greatest shows of all time, but they, oh my God, they fumbled the ending of that show so bad. So bad. But Dexter was pretty bad too. But they should have ended Dexter after his, after like season four. They they could have bundled they could have they could have tied it up after like season four season five in my opinion so, but yeah we might have to make a list of the the worst endings of shows ever. Dexter and Lost are definitely at the top. Weeds, weeds. Oh mm. my god, mm. such a such a such a great about, show. About, so about, good. Four, about four or five seasons great show and they just i honestly think these i honestly think the people that are uh, in charge of these creative projects like tv shows and movies i don't think they're as creative as we think because like it, either that or they're very selfish or they, they they get ahead of themselves like yo we keep doing this we keep doing this like even great shows like the sopranos ended and it had six seasons but part six was it was two parts so technically seven seasons but that show could have easily went on it could have went ten seasons, but you know what they said? Hey, we're gonna we're gonna end it on a strong run. You know, we're gonna end it while it's still at its peak instead of just continuing to drag it on Peter and on. And yeah, they could have they could have went with they could have just went to the people got old. At least the kids got older. Maybe had their own kids. They could have kept going with a great show. They said nah. Same with Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was like what five seasons? Yeah. I mean, I don't I, I don't want to upset any 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 people on Twitter, but uh. Your girl Shonda Rhimes ruined Scandal. Scandal sucked when it ended. Sorry, like that show should have been three or four seasons long. They should have got in and got out, but they dragged it along. So you got to know when to get out. Fair enough. So and taking our own advice, we got to know when to get out. We out. This community podcast. Follow me at SB Report Seven Hundred Six. Check out uh, my stories on Black Sports Online. Uh, man. I could do a whole episode on just that. Uh, what I get, I got flamed for something this week again. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I got flamed for two things this week. So, but with all that, I, I, I have learned a lot. Mister Littell, he does he does teach me a lot of things through my my horrible mistakes. But uh, this week was on professionalism because I want to be super petty with this post I did about the Jags and Jalen Ramsey. But he's like, you know what? You can't do that. You know, you gotta gotta write the whole the whole side unbiased. I'm like, yeah, I got a lot of people in Jacksonville, but you know, you know, you got you got to keep it got to keep it even kill. So shout out to him. But uh, yeah, it's committee podcast. We out. Peace.